What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Find Out Improvement. My name is Enrique. I'm your host. Today we have Mr. Joel's got the keys coming on, talking about the art of manifestation, discipline, and knowing your why. Stay tuned. All right, here we go. So, yeah, Joel, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody, you know, who you are, what you do, what you stand for. Yeah, hey, everyone. My name is Joel Valdivias. I'm from Southern California. I'm an entrepreneur, and I own a company called Sold Home Offer. Um, I co-own the company with my friend Joseph Mata, and we basically we wholesale real estate. Um, I think the name is really cool, Sold, and the reason why I think it's cool is because of the way that we spelt it. So obviously, when you're going to sell real estate, like you want to get the deal sold, right? So that's what we do. We get deals sold, but it's more than that. Um, I named the company Sold, and I spelt it like S-O-U-L-D because I really wanted to put heart and soul into what we do. I feel like a lot of the times in real estate, uh, it's a very transactional business. But if you want to build a business that's sustainable and it's going to last for a long time, you got to put heart and soul into it. You got to take care of people. We got to take care of our sellers. We got to take care of our investors and just make sure that we're doing good business and giving back. And that was the whole idea behind the word sold. Oh, man, I love that. That's actually a very creative. Where do you kind of um, learn that type of customer service from initially? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So I actually went to Cal State San Bernardino and I got my bachelor's degree in marketing. And Mm, when we, when I was, when I, yeah, when I was studying there, um, we studied some of the largest companies in the world. One of the companies that we like really did a deep dive on uh, quite frequently was Amazon and another was Zappos. So Amazon, uh, they are super, super, super customer. Like Jeff Bezos is customer obsessed. So he wants to make the best experience possible. The same with the founder of Zappos. He actually uh, passed away. Rest in peace to him. But he wanted to create a culture that was like fun and joyful and really put the the customer at the center of everything that Zappos did. They sell shoes, if you guys don't know. And uh, so we studied these companies. um, And that really, for me, I was like, okay, if Jeff Bezos is doing this, at the time, the richest man in the world, if if, uh, I think his name is Tony Sue was doing this, he's a super successful billionaire. Um, If Starbucks, I used to work for Starbucks when I was in college. So like they told us all about like how Starbucks was founded, how it almost crashed and how it was brought back. And so I studied all these like really, really successful entrepreneurs, whether it was through where I was working or through college. Um, I just, I noticed a commonality that all of the top entrepreneurs, the top companies in the world, the most successful companies, they were all customer focused and they wanted to create a really, really good customer experience. Um, Being in wholesale now for a little while and also just being a real estate agent prior to that, I noticed a lot of other agents that I would work with or a lot of wholesalers that I would work with. They were very like in and out, in and out, in and out. And that is not how you create a sustainable business. If I can do really good business with someone, and I got this from Jeff Bezos, like if I could do really good business with someone and that person had an amazing experience with me, they're going to go tell their friends and family about it. And that's free marketing for me. Jeff Bezos said the best type of marketing is word of mouth marketing. So he was really, really big on that. And I adopted that philosophy from him. I feel um, like that's something lacking in not only the wholesale community, but like entrepreneurship and business in general. Um, yeah. So, so many horror stories that you hear out there of people like just having a company that either screws them over, or doesn't like really meet the expectations that were set and the company's okay with not really performing. And it's yes. kind of um, to a certain degree, it is concerning, but at the same time, it isn't because I have a good faith that the people that like us that like really want to focus on the customer and make sure that they're having a good experience, like are going to 
you know, rise from that and really shine out. Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm, I'm a big believer in karma. So I feel like if I'm mm-hmm. putting out good energy into the universe, I'm going to get blessed. It's going to come back to me. So that's what I try to do. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, like I've seen it. I'll be honest. I don't share this story very often. and I won't get too deep into it unless you ask me. But mm-hmm. one of my first mentors in wholesale specifically, um, I was working with him. And the reason why I broke off and the reason why I actually created Sold was because when I started working with this person, he was like, he seemed like a really good person. But the mm-hmm. more that I started working with him, I started noticing that he was not a good person, not just in business, but in his personal life. And so I, I really had to sit there with myself and say, hey, Joel, at the time it was 2020, it was COVID. I, I actually made more money that year than I had ever made being a real estate agent previously. And awesome. so I was making more money and, and it seemed like the world was crashing. And I'm like, man, I'm like in a good position. This is, this is cool. But I had to ask myself like, okay, I'm making more money and I'm getting to do more things with my son and I'm spending more time with him. I'm actually working less. I'm making more. This is really cool. But the person that I'm working with is not a good person. And I seen him like screw people over. And I was a part of that because I was working with him. Though I wasn't the one screwing people over, I was I was in that field. And I had to ask myself like what really matters more to you? Like doing right by people and putting good karma out into the universe or or getting money? And so I sat with that thought for a while and then I decided to leave him and that's when I created Sold. The way that Sold came to me was I like to do this thing where I put myself in like a trance. I do it like every day whether I'm like driving or I'm just sitting there. Like sometimes I'll just sit on my couch in complete silence and just look out the window and just like feel mm-hmm. the vibe. And when I was sitting there, the name the name came to me. It was almost like like it just was like dropped into my head and the whole concept for the name came to me. Uh, and specifically spelt that way. And that's when I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to leave this person because he does not align with my values. I want to create great customer service. I want to be a good person. I want to be the person that God called me to be here. So I have to break off and do my own thing. And I feel like so many people, they don't think like that. They just think like, oh, money, 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 success, mm-hmm. success. Like I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. I could look like this. I could look like that on Instagram. And it's not about that. It's about creating a great experience for people. And and when you create a great experience for people in the long run, you're going to create a great experience for yourself and ultimately your family. Um, So that's what I'm all about. Just like doing good business. I feel like that's something a lot of people might be struggling with like right now, or like maybe their business partner or even their significant other, like their vision and like their mission just does not align. But when you're in that position, it can be very hard to leave. And that's not something a lot of people are able to do. Sometimes they stay with that person, that partner or, you know, significant other for years and years and years before, you know, either one of them ends up blowing up or, you know, something bad happens. So like, yeah, how did you kind of, you know, at one point did your mind say like, okay, I have to make this jump because it's for the best. Um, Again, like I'm a very spiritual person, so I spend mm-hmm. a lot of time in meditation. Um, I spent uh, a, a lot of time in meditation actually around this this point in time. Um, because first of all, what I noticed was you can be a really good person and you can do a lot of work on yourself and try to be the best person that you can possibly be. But it seems as though, and I don't, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but for me, I thought I was a very strong person. When you put yourself around bad and negative influences, like this person that I was around had multiple 
character flaws, things that you that are not conducive to like a healthy relationship with people, with yourself. And so when you put yourself around those types of people, it is only a matter of time before those types of behaviors and patterns start to rub off on you. And it's so subtle. And that's how it starts. It starts out very subtly and it mm-hmm. starts to grow. And then one day you're looking in the mirror and you're like, holy crap, what am I doing? Like, I didn't even realize, like, it was just a little bit more, more, more. Now I'm doing all these things. I'm starting to become just like this person. That's something that you have to look at when you're getting into a, a partnership of any kind. Does this person's, like, ethics, does their morals align with mine? And see, that's the thing that I didn't ask this guy because I didn't see myself offering him the value that he was offering me. And I was blind because I was offering him value. I was the I was the one, I was the acquisitions manager making the most money in the company. I was keeping the company afloat. I was literally bringing all the business in. He was running all the marketing and I was closing everything. Wow. Like one month, the, the best we did, I, I closed, I got five contracts and it was all me. And then I started realizing, I'm like, you know what? I don't need this guy. I don't need this guy to make money. I don't need this guy to run a company. I'm doing all the work. The only thing that I don't know how to do is build the system out and to actually operate and run a company. So I would I would spend a lot of time in meditation and, and prayer. And even I started doing this thing around this time. And I've now read about it in a, in a book called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. I didn't know about it at the time, though. It just kind of came to me. Before I would go to bed, I would ask myself or I would tell my subconscious mind, hey, I, I'm struggling with this. I need to figure out this solution so that I can go off and build my business. And literally one night I went to bed and I had a dream and everything that I needed to start my company, like, okay, you need to do this for Dispo. You need to do this for acquisitions. You need to look up this system. You need to talk to this person. Call. Literally everything came to me in a dream and it just like downloaded into my head. I woke up in the morning. I pulled my phone and I just wrote like before I talked to anyone, I wrote everything down in order. And then I just went and took immediate action on it. But it was just like me meditating, praying, like really sitting there with myself and analyzing like what is going on in this company and where is the value coming from? The value is coming from me because when I came, when he showed me at a wholesale, I was already good at sales. I was already doing pretty good as a real estate agent. So I, I, I didn't really need uh, uh, someone to show me how to generate income because I already knew how. I just needed to learn how to wholesale. And once I learned that, I was like, okay, I know how to wholesale. I already know how to sell things. I can go out and do it on my, on my own. And I'm going to do it to where I'm going out to actually help people. I'm not screwing people over. And anyone that I hire is going to align with these core principles. And if they don't, they're not going to work for me anymore. So when I told my best friend, Joe, that I was going to go and do this, Joe is freaking awesome. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to just brag about this guy real quick. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because th- th- this man is, is a man of tremendous faith. And to be an entrepreneur, you have to have faith. This man literally, like we used to live together in college. He literally was in graduate school to become a a doctor, a pharmacist. He got his doctorate's degree in pharmacy. And coming out, that's a safe job. Like you make like 140 grand, right? So graduates, literally leaves, leaves being a pharmacist, guaranteed six figures, to come with me, someone that's never ran a company before. And we start building this company. And... To me, that was like the most inspiring thing. And Joe, I love Joe because our our values align, our morals align. Me and Joe have been friends for over like 10 years. 
and we're extremely honest with one another. There are times that we have very uncomfortable conversations. There are times that, that Joe gets on my nerves and I get on his nerves and we're very open about it. We're very candid about it. And I think that whenever you're in any type of relationship, you have to have those difficult conversations. But first and foremost, you have to make sure that your ethics and your morals align and our ethics and our morals align. We have the same vision. And so, yes, I had this vision for sold and why I named it what I named it. But just as much as I enforce it and that's the culture I'm trying to build, he's doing the same exact thing. And that's so key whenever you're going to partner up with anyone. That's awesome. Like that's really uh, that's actually very inspiring to hear because I know something a lot of people struggle with is finding that one person that really aligns with them. Um, but on a side note, there's something I really want to dig deeper into. So I know you were talking a lot about like your spirituality and like some practices you do of like, you know, telling your, your subconscious mind, like what you want to focus on so you can get that message for yourself. And for the people who are looking to dig deeper into that for themselves as well, how did you kind of like develop that mental endurance to be able to handle that type of discipline to like really dig deep into that spiritual side of yourself? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I grew up Christian, mm-hmm. so I always had like a like a faith based background. Um, but I think as as I got older, I in college, I really started to become obsessed with philosophy, and I just started to question like how how does the universe work? If this is the one life that I've been given, or maybe I've been given several, I don't know. I want to figure out like. I want to figure out as much about life as I possibly can. So I just started surrounding myself around people that were into spirituality. I studied like most religions. I studied Islam. I studied Hinduism. I studied Buddhism, Christianity. Like I studied all these religions and the ones that I really aligned with and I I still align with the most is Christianity and and Hinduism, Buddhism. And so I took those, like I took meditation and it was something that I started doing back in 2013 and So I've been meditating for a very long time. I think for me, what really helped strengthen my mind was actually jumping into entrepreneurship and surrounding myself around people that were already more successful than me because they would kind of point me in the direction of like, hey, read these books or like Mm -hmm. go to Tony Robbins. Uh, I remember when I went to Tony Robbins for the first time. Well, I've only been once, but I'm going to go again. But the first (laughs) time I went – my friends forced me to buy the ticket. I didn't have the money. They're like, just buy it. It's fake. Just wa- wait and see. I promise you, you buy it. You're going to come back and you're going to get a deal. That was actually in 2019. That was the first wholesale deal I ever did. Um, wow. And literally, like when I came back from Tony Robbins, I was like, man, I need to get a deal. But like I had like a good vibe. I wasn't like, I need a deal. I was like, man, mm-hmm. I got to get a deal. And literally like five seconds later, it was like instant manifestation. Like my phone rang and my uh, friend, he actually works with me now. His um, his wife's uh uh, grandfather had passed away and they needed to sell the, the home very quickly. So, um, we found a cash buyer and I made 15 grand on my first wholesale deal, um, wow. like that. But it was, it was like having that faith, like investing in myself, but it was because I put myself around those types of people. If I didn't know like, Hey, you need to invest in yourself. Hey, you need to, you need to take risks. You need to take chances. That's really like conditioning that muscle of faith is what, what really did it for me. And then to take it to the next level, like, um, 2018 and 19, I was dating this girl that was like really like spiritual and she was like really into meditation and like weird stuff. And yeah, so like I was dating her and she like really opened my mind up to like, like chakras and energy. And I know that sounds weird to some people and Reiki, 
And like she, she uh, like kind of put me onto these like different things. And I started to notice like, cause I'm a very open-minded person. If something makes sense to me, I, I just believe it. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like I'm going to adopt it. So like she did Reiki for me one time. And I just re- like, I realized like the, the, the change and the impact that it had on my life. And it could have been a placebo. I don't know. All I know is it freaking worked. So I, I got deeper into like meditation and, and, and that type of stuff. And I started surrounding myself around more people that were like into meditation and stuff like that. And that, that was a huge transformative experience for me, especially when we broke up, uh, because I really loved this girl and I was like heartbroken. So this is another time that like really changed my life. When she broke up with me, I started running every single day. And and I I mentioned this because running is a very, very big part of, of who I am and the results that I've been able to manifest. She broke up with me and I started running every single day. I ran uh, 3.2 miles every single day for 100 days in a row. Wow. Did this challenge. And awesome. that, yeah, thank you. That right there showed me like, oh, wow, I'm actually a disciplined person. I actually can have discipline. Um, I lost a bunch of weight. I got in better shape. My business exploded. That's when I started like taking a lot of listings as a realtor. And it just changed my life. It was, it was running. It was going to Tony Robbins. And then I just went on a vacation by myself. I said, you know, I'm going to Hawaii. I went to Hawaii. That was like a magical experience. I went to Europe. I just started exploring life, man. And just like going with the flow of life. And that like, that was really, really transformative to me. Honestly, it was like, I think that breakup really changed my life for the better. So, uh, it didn't work out, but it worked out. Yeah. I see what you mean. I feel like a, a breakup can trigger a lot in a lot of people's lives. Um, like most of like the most ripped people I know that I go to the gym 24-7, you know, <laughs> it just started from the breakup, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, um, I see a lot of themes ha- like, you know, coming together here about like what you're talking and like how it affected your life up till this point. So I'm going to try my best to like, you know, dig deeper into them. But yeah, there was um, one thing you've been talking a, a lot about is the people in your life. And I feel like uh, so many people underestimate how important having the right people in your life is because yeah. they might have those friends that they you know, they hang out with every single day who are constantly telling them, hey, this won't work, that won't work. But they don't see anything wrong with that because they're like, oh, they're just my friends. Um, yeah. But I don't think people realize like the moment you step away from that type of environment, you're, it's like your mind almost like opens up to a limitless world. Like everything is like, oh, wait, no, this is possible. Let me try that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how would you, what would you recommend somebody do to find the right people? Because I know a lot of people, I get a lot of DMs asking me as well. It's like, yo, how can I increase my circle? How can I get around the right people? And like, I have a couple answers myself, but I want to hear, you know, what, what's your, your thoughts on this guy? It seems like you have a lot of good people in your life right now. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I've, I've been very blessed in this lifetime because I've always been able to attract very, very good people into my life since I was a young kid. I mean, some of my friends from like junior high, even some of my childhood friends were still very good friends. Um, I mean, I've had friends. Yeah. I've had some friends for like 15, 20 years. It's crazy. Um, Maybe honestly, even more. And uh, for me, I don't know. I think, I honestly think the people that I've been able to attract in my life is what kind of brought me onto the whole concept of like your lot, like the law of attraction. Cause uh, whenever I needed a certain type of people in my life I would just think about it like man like so something that a lot of people don't know about me is I make music I've been writing songs for like over a decade like it's something oh, that's awesome. I've done. 
yeah, I started like freestyling and like writing music when I was like 15. And then I like, I remember when I like really got serious about making music and I wanted to be a musician for a while. And then I just like, when I found out I was having my son, I just focused on college. I became an entrepreneur. It's still something that I love though. Uh, but anyways, I was like, man, I need music friends. I need like musical mentors. And I don't know, like I just somehow like I met people randomly on Twitter and then like we became friends and like my friend literally like works with me now. Like we used to make music together. He was like just upstairs earlier. Um, so I don't, I just feel like if you just put the intention out into the universe, that's probably people probably aren't going to like that answer. Like it sounds like woohoo, but like just put the intention out into the universe and like it'll happen. But I feel like um, for me, I'm kind of crazy <laughs> because <laughs> like <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I, I, I really am. Like I've literally told my mom, like me and my mom have gotten like arguments before about like there have been times when my mom's like, I, I mean, she just cares about me and she wants what's best for me. But she'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, you're being like, you're being too selfish right now, or you're you're doing this or that. And I'm like, no, like I'm gonna do this, and this is what's gonna happen. I I've literally told my mom before, like even when I was rapping, like if you guys ever get in the way of me and rapping, like I, I won't talk to you anymore. Like I love you, but I love rap. Like that's what I'm here to do is to make dope music. And now it's the same way. It's like when I decided I'm gonna be an entrepreneur and I'm gonna be a successful entrepreneur. It was like, I, if you don't support me or you do, you're not, you don't got the same vision. I will love you from a distance, but I'm not spending time with you. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find people that align with me. And we're going to do this thing because since I was a young boy, I felt that I was, I was put on earth like to do great things. I mean, like literally, like I used to think I was crazy and losing my mind. Like I was like an alien from a different planet. Cause I'm like, I don't relate to people. I just, I feel like I'm here to do something big. And if you're not on like the same track as me, like get out of my way because I'm going to go do it because I'm here. Like, it's not about like, I really feel like it's not about me. Like whatever I end up accomplishing, like when I'm, when I'm dead, I feel like I'm going to inspire a lot of people and I'm going to help a lot of people. That's what I'm here to do. So for Mm -hmm. me, like I, that's, that's what it is. Okay. uh, That was like my long way of saying like, you got to know what you want to do. You got to know what you're looking for and you got to be absolutely committed to it. Like married to it, like in love, a freaking obsessed with it. You know, Grant Cardone talks about that. Look at Steve Jobs. The man was obsessed. He's a lunatic. I'm not saying it'd be crazy, but you got to <laughs> be obsessed with what you want. And if people don't align with that, they're just not they're, – they're not cut out for you. I think the best way to meet people is social media. Like go on Instagram. Look at people that are doing what you want to do. Like if they're like in real estate or they're in e-com or whatever, like, okay, let me go DM these people. Let me see what they're doing. There's a great app on your phone called Meetup. Go to – get the Meetup app. Download that and you can go to local meetups with people that are entrepreneurs, they're in real estate, they're in econ, they're in life insurance, whatever it is you're trying to do. And you can go to networking events and you meet really cool people at networking events or go to events like Tony Robbins. Like if you want to be an entrepreneur, these are the type of events where you're going to meet people that are doing what you already want to do or they're aspiring like you or they're doing it at a whole nother level. And you're going to be like, wow, I have been thinking so incredibly small. I got to think bigger. And then this is like, I'm getting hyped now. When you get around people that are doing, when you get around people that are doing big things, like say, like say, say you meet someone that makes a million dollars a month. Right. And you're like, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Say you're saying like, I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And you tell your family that. And they're like, that's not possible. You you can't do that. You can't do that. Your friends are like, yeah, yeah. Right. You're dumb. Like you had terrible GPA, like this, that, and third. Right. And then you go and meet someone that's making a million dollars a year. And you realize like, wow, this person's like really not that much smarter than me. They're like mm-hmm. kind of the same and they're just like, they just exactly. figured it out and they got the work ethic. They're dedicated. 
And then you're like, and then when you go back to your friends and you're telling them like, you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars a year and they're laughing at you. You're like, I just met this guy that's like equally as dumb as me. And he's making a million dollars a year. So mm -hmm. what are you talking about? And then you just don't talk to them no more and you go do what you want to do. And then you go, you go out there and you do it and you make that hundred thousand dollars. You start making more money. And then those friends that doubted you, they're going to come back around. They're going to be like, Oh my God, how are you doing that? Like, can you help me? I want to be a part of that. And when they come back to you and they want to be a part of that, that's your opportunity to like actually be a leader and be like, you know what? I know you doubted me. I'm not going to take it personal. It's fine. I would have doubted me too. Cause you know what? I ain't the smartest person, but you know what? I know how to do this now. And I, I went out there and I took the lead. I took the charge. I'm going to show you guys how to do this. And if you put the work in, you put the, uh, the time in and you're dedicated, you can do it too. But at the same time, if you're like messing around, you're slacking off, I'm going to have to let you go. That's how I am with my friends. Like if I figure out something, I'm going to show them how to do it. I don't care if they doubted me. I don't care if they laughed in my face. I'm here to help people. Wow. I absolutely love that. <laughs> there, there was um something that you said that like I felt like I could really relate to. And mm -hmm. it's funny because like I just only recently started posting content and getting into like talking more about what I do. But even with the content I've posted, I feel like nobody knows exactly what I do. It's like super private. But yeah. so this is something I've never really told anybody. But when you said that you feel like you're here to do something so great, that's like, you know, I really relate to that because I feel like I was put on this earth as well to like change millions and hundreds of millions of lives. And I feel mm -hmm. like there's not a single thing that tells me I'm not going to do it. I don't care like what valley I'm in in my life or what season I'm in my, in my life. That's the vision I'm heading towards. I know like, okay, every little thing I'm doing now, everything I'm learning right now, the people I'm meeting right now, it's just one step closer, one building block closer to transforming a hundred million lives. And it's yeah. like, the moment you said that, I was like, wow, like he, he thinks the same way I do. And mm -hmm. I know exactly how you feel about like telling the wrong people your goals and like having them laugh at you and telling you it's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I paid for uh, a real, I was a real estate agent as well. Oh, so cool. I paid for this coaching program one time and it was like maybe 300 people that went there. We were in like little groups of like eight and one exercise we had was to go around a table and tell everybody your goals, like your, your yearly goal, your five-year goal, your 10-year goal, and then your someday goal. And yeah. mind you, this is a coaching program that we get around <laughs> to me and I tell them my goal and literally they stood quiet and like a few people laughed. And it, it was like, that was the first time it clicked in my head. I'm like, wait a minute. There's like, that's my goal. But to them, it's so unconceivable that they're just going to laugh at me and like, because they can't, it's not their vision and I can see it. And that's, yeah. I feel like that's the moment I kind of like go all judgment because that made me realize like, you know, they're not living my life, but I know what I want to do. So it, they could either support me or watch me change millions of lives. And I'm going to change yeah. their lives while I'm at it too. <laughs> that's the way I think yeah. as well. So it's like, it was so interesting seeing you talk about that. I, I, I like that. Um, one thing I want to say about that real quick before I say what mm -hmm. I'm going to say next is um, I, I feel like with people like that that think small, for people like us that have really, really big vision, and I know there's some people that are going to watch this and some of them are going to be those people that have really big vision and some of them, their mm -hmm. vision's not as big. That's okay. You don't have to have that big of a vision. Me, when I started out, I used to get so frustrated like, oh man, you don't see, you don't see what I see. Like your vision's mm -hmm. not as big. And I almost felt like I was better than people. Like if I'm being honest, like, and so I had to go through this process of, of humbling myself 
And what I started to realize was, especially as a leader and as an owner of a company, there are people that don't have the vision. Their vision is not as big as yours, but that's why you're the owner of the company. That's why you're the leader. That's why you're the CEO. You're, you're supposed to be the one with the vision. Um, those people where their vision isn't as big, that's fine. If they're satisfied making you know 70 grand, 100 grand a year, but they're bringing massive value to your company, they're happy. They're doing Absolutely. what they want to do and you're helping them do it. And they're helping you do what you want to do. And it's the law of reciprocity. So like, mm-hmm. don't try. Cause like when I started hiring people, I was like trying to get them to see as big as me. And yes, yeah. I want to inspire people. And yes, I want people to see as big as me, but it's like, they don't want that Joel. They just mm-hmm. want to come here. They just want to do their job. They just want to make what they want to make and let you do your thing. That's your mm-hmm. thing, man. Don't try to force it on other people. So I just share that for like young people. Like it, don't try to force your vision on other people. Let them exactly. fit them into the role that they want to be in and that they fit into. Don't try to make them into you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing I was going to say was I, I I used to ask people like, hey, do you ever feel like you were just like placed here on earth to like do great mm-hmm. things and you feel like you're like an alien? And you're just like – and uh, I use the alien emoji a lot because I feel like I'm an alien. So that's why I do that. It's <laughs> fun. Uh, anyways <laughs> – um, <laughs> And, and I, I, I would always meet people and they'd be like, no, no, I don't feel that way. But I don't know, man. It was when I, it was when I started dating that girl and I had like this spiritual awakening and I was like, oh my God, like I started realizing like, like what he, like what we actually are and like what I am. And like, I was just super deep in a meditation. I started meeting people like that. Like I would meet them. Like at the time I, I, I was struggling in real estate at that time, like right, right before we broke up. It was like after we broke up, everything changed right before I was driving Uber and I was, I was driving Uber like 30 hours a week and I was working real estate like 30 hours a week. And I was just working a ton. Like I would go to work early in the morning, get off late at night. And, um, I just start meeting people like driving in Uber and we would have like these really deep conversations and they'd be like, yeah, I feel like I've always been here. I've been placed here to do something. And then just like, as I kept getting deeper in my journey and in my faith and stuff, I just started noticing and started meeting more people like that. And I was like, wow, there's like actually like people out there. And mm-hmm. I feel like we're in such a special time right now where the, the world is changing, like economically, um, the governments, like the, everything, like the whole world, like the paradigm, the, the, the currency. There, there are people like us. And I feel like we're going to just like start like linking up and, and meeting and, and helping and, and really like. It's time for people not to just want to create like massive companies and create like a lot of income for themselves. It's really a, it's a time of like, how can I be the best person that I possibly can be so that I can make the world a better place? Um, one of my favorite quotes, because I felt like I was placed here to do something, I really resonated with it was by Rumi. He, he's a poet and philosopher. And he said something like, um, when I was young, I was so clever because I wanted to change the world. But now I'm wise, so I'm changing myself. And what I realized was we have to become the best versions of ourselves that we can possibly be. And when we become the best versions of ourselves, we start to be an embodiment of of those ideas and those concepts of greatness. And when we're living those out in our daily practices, we start to inspire the people around us. And so it's not just about inspiring people to make more money or to be self-sustainable, but it's also about inspiring people to like have more love in their life and be more kind and just be better people. And the more people that we can inspire, it creates like a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And the more people that, that we can ripple out to, the better we are a, as a collective, as humanity. And we upgrade human consciousness. And that's like really what I'm like passionate about. So I love meeting people like you that like actually have a big vision and, and want to do great things and want to inspire millions of people. Because that's really what we're here 
to do. We're here to uplift our brothers and sisters. Absolutely. Man, I love that. <laughs> I swear it's like, I feel like I'm being coached. <laughs> like, I, feel like, I feel like I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, man. It's uh, like, back to what you said earlier about like, the way you meet people through social media and stuff, it's so weird. I believe in like that there's no coincidences ever. Everything's like yeah. made to happen for a reason. And it's so weird how like we're having this conversation right now, but we met in the most random way possible. Like I was thrown into a random group chat. Um, and then like, I see you in the same group chat. I see your content and stuff. We message each other like uh, uh, every now and then. And then we met the, the conference and it's like, boom, now look at this. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah. it's very interesting. Um, how things lead up to one another. But I've been seeing a big theme and like what you're talking about, how it feels like your whole life right now is like manifested, like as if you thought about it before. Mm -hmm. So I want to dig deeper into that manifestation. How like, I know I talk to people about manifestation a lot as well, but I never know how to explain it the right way because I have a journal from, you know, I used to journal every day. I, I fell off that right now. Um, uh -huh. But I could go back to 2019 and there's a journal entry that I always look at like almost every week. And it's me saying how like I felt so trapped and I felt like I couldn't grow into my own person. So I wanted to move out and I wanted to move to, I specifically said I wanted to move out to my own apartment to Miami so I can grow into my own person. And it's like so weird how two years later I moved out to Miami. It's like I manifested that when I was journaling because I journaled about moving out so much and then it happened. Yeah. So for people who are struggling, like they want to get into manifestation or like really manifest things, but they don't know how to do it or like what to think about, what to write down, et cetera. What are some kind of guidelines they can have or guidelines they can go by to like really manifest the life that they want? Yeah, for me, um, I, I used to talk about this, this uh, topic very loosely Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I just want to put like a disclaimer. I am not in any way, shape or form telling people to go out there and do what I did. Um, this is just my personal journey and what I am about to share. You, you have to be, um, you have to be very cognizant of the people that you're surrounding yourself with and what you're actually getting yourself into because it can be very dangerous, but I feel that I do have a very, um, deep understanding of manifestation and it was from my experience that I'm about to share with you. Um, so I, I have, um, I've sat with plant medicine on, uh, multiple occasions, uh, specifically ayahuasca and ayahuasca is, is a plant man, uh, medicine from the Amazon that it, it basically makes you have visions and it taps very, very deep into your subconscious mind. And so there may have been things that happened in your past trauma or things like that, and it'll bring it to the surface and you can work through it. And so for me, um, when I was kind of going through like that whole process of changing after my breakup and everything, a few months later, I actually got the opportunity to sit with ayahuasca. And when I did what, what the plant showed me was it, it showed me how the law of attraction works and how manifestation works. And what it showed me was that everything that you want or desire in your life, and I hope it's good things, um, everything that you want or you desire in your life, you already have it. Because what it showed me was that space and time is, a, is an illusion. Like you think like, okay, I'm living in this time right now. 
but really, and I, so I've had this thought since I was like five years old. I'm telling you, I'm like a weirdo. I used to sit in my room and like, think about this. I was like, you know who did it to me? It was my dad. It was my dad because I remember he came to me when I was, this moment literally changed my life. He came to me when I was five years old and he sat there in my room and he had me envision my life in my twenties when I was in college. And so I used to sit there and be like, Oh, well, when I'm in my twenties, I'm going to be in college. I'm probably going to have a girlfriend. And, you know, and I was just thinking like in, in the future. And when so five. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. <laughs> I've always been like super ahead of my time. And I used to think, I was like, you know what? Like I can see myself in the future. And I feel like that version of me exists. He already exists. I know it. I can feel him. And so my whole life growing up, I always believed that there was a future version of me, there was a present version of me, and there was a past version of me all living simultaneously. Um, and so when, when I sat with ayahuasca, like it, it took me back to that experience of when I, when I was with my dad. And it showed me, I, it like took me back to the room. It's like I came out of my body and it took me back to the room. And I was like in the corner watching myself as a little boy. It was freaking weird. <laughs> and what it told me was that everything that, that I want or I desire, I already have in the future. The, the issue is though, the reason why it's not manifesting in my life is because I'm not aligned with the person that has that. So what it showed me was that I have to ask myself, like, what blockages do I have in my life? And, and this concept I actually read in a book after, and it was by um, Esther and Jerry Hicks, um, ask, Asking It Is Given, I think it's called. And it talks about how th if, if there's something that you want to manifest in your life, you have to ask yourself because the universe, God wants to bless you. It wants to give you what you want. But you have to like, OK, say I really want water, but like my phone is in the way of the water. You would have to ask yourself. Let's get a better example. Let's say this is love. Like I really want to be in love and I really want a wife. And I'm like, man, I really want to be in love. I really want a wife. But right here, I'm dating like five different girls. My, my What I say that I truly want is not aligned with my actions because mm -hmm. I'm acting like a hoe. And I'm saying that I want to be a wholesome man. <laughs> it doesn't align. So you have to like really step back. You have to step back. I want to throw some comedy in there. You have to step back and you have to ask yourself like, where am I not aligned with what I want? And, and you have to like, for me, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to start studying like successful entrepreneurs. Like mm. what is Grant Cardone doing? What are his thoughts? What are his beliefs? How does he approach life? And you have to start asking yourself these questions. And the more that you can start asking yourself these questions, like where am I not allowing myself to receive more income? Where am I not allowing myself to, to receive a, a beautiful woman in my life? That, that is wholesome and is awesome. Like what type of patterns and behaviors do I have? Once you can start to let those things go, then it just starts to come into your life almost like magic. Um, for, and a lot of it too, I think is just having massive belief, like undoubtable faith. And that's the other thing too that I learned from ayahuasca is like, if you just have massive faith and you take massive action, it will manifest. And that's the thing that people don't talk about when it comes to law of attraction, they're like, Oh, you just like sit there and you write in your journal and you like chant some, some hymns or, or, or uh, affirmations. You know, I, I do all that stuff too, but what it's really about is action. I mean, the word action is literally in the word attraction, but no one talks about that. Like you got to actually get out there and, and take action in faith. And when you have faith, 
faith is like the the like what does the Bible say? Like the hope of, of things like not seen or the evidence of things not seen. So it's like you have this hope for something that there is no evidence for. You're almost kind of crazy, but you can feel it intuitively. And when you you feel that intuitive feeling and you say, you know what? I'm going to go against all logic and reason right now. I know there's no evidence for what I want, but I'm going to believe it because I feel it in my heart and my soul. And I'm going to take massive action. That's when things start to manifest. Like for me, like it was uh, one year ago, I was just in my apartment one day. I just went into my room, into my restroom, and I, I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, Joel, what do you want? I was like, man, I really want to live by the beach. I was like, oh, but I don't make enough money. Like, how much does it cost? Like, man, I gotta make... I've tried so many times to earn that amount of money. I've never done it. And then I just took massive action and I had faith and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I'll be honest, guys, like I ran out of money a few times. I had to borrow money from people to keep my business floating. And then and then I started closing deals and then things just worked out. But I'm telling you, like, I don't know how, but I got a big deal. Like I drove for dollars. I got a big deal. And that deal changed my life. And it allowed me to move here. Like I literally live 10 minutes from the beach. Like wow. Laguna Beach. It's one of the, it's like the dopest beach in California. Like I live right here. And it's because I just looked myself in the mirror. I said, I'm going to do this. I asked myself, what do I need to do? And, and when I wake up in the morning, I always ask myself, like, am I acting like a CEO? Am I acting like a multimillionaire? Or am I acting like some bum? Because when I when I was like trying to earn more income, like there were times that I had I had problems with drinking. Like I would drink too much. And and I just want to say like people flex like all the time, like they're having a good time on Instagram, like drinking all the time. Like you you kind of got a drinking problem. Like that's not fun. Like that's not healthy. Like you mm. can have a drink from time to time, but I'm telling you guys, because I didn't realize until very recently, like holy crap, like I kind of had a drinking problem. That is not aligned with like CEO. That is not aligned with multimillionaire. Like if you want to be like on your A game, you got to get rid of all those bad habits. And once you get rid of all those bad habits or you minimize them, you're going to start earning more income. You're going to start getting more of what you want in your life. But it's really just about breaking the negative habits, patterns in your life, having faith and taking action. And I, I really think manifestation is that simple. It's not this like mystical thing that people make it out to be. I think it's actually pretty practical. So for those who, if anybody had any trouble understanding that it seems like if you really want to manifest the the life that you want first you have to really see the life you want and believe that it's possible and then also make sure your daily actions are in alignment with that type of person you have to be to have that life is that correct i completely agree um yeah 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 completely most people don't know what they want though yeah it's uh i realized that recently it's a, I'm still, I'm still learning a lot. I'm still growing. I'm only 22. So like, yeah. I, I feel like every time I interact with a new person, like, you know, I may feel like I develop my mind a lot, but then I talk to somebody else. I'm like, wait a minute. I have so much more growth to do. Yeah. <laughs> but recently I've been having a lot more conversations than usual. And I noticed a lot of people I talk to, they don't really know what they want. Mm-hmm. And it's not because like, you know, they're young or they don't like they don't they're partying all that stuff is mainly because they don't sit down and put the time to think about it yeah a a lot of people i know like they really want a great life but they don't know exactly what they want like i won't name any names but i have a a person i'm coaching right now and 
it seems like he struggles with understanding his direction that he wants to take his life in. So I told him, okay, from now until our next conversation, I want you to write down what's your perfect life every single day. Like literally every single day, I want you to write down a notebook what your perfect life is. And like in detail, like what type of clothes are you wearing? Where are you living? How, like what's the weather? Like every single detail I want him to write down. Because I feel like once you know exactly what you want in your life, it's so much easier to manifest that. And that goes for your lifestyle, for your relationships, literally everything. Because once you have that picture in your mind or, you know, you know exactly what you're looking for, now you can start asking yourself, okay, am I in true alignment with that type of person? And, and you know, if you don't know that, you don't have that picture, you can't really align your your daily actions with anything. You don't have like a guide or a direction you're heading into. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, I would even say like for me, cause I did, I did literally that, like when I started earning more income. Really? Yeah. Um, I asked myself like when this was 2019, when I like was doing pretty well as a real estate agent, mm-hmm. I asked myself, um, what does that Joel smell like? And so I went out and bought the Tom Ford that that Joel wore. What type of suit does that Joel wear? I bought those, those suits. What type of shoes? Wow. I literally became that man. And then the things just started manifesting in my life. And I know that I just said like, oh, um, it, it's very practical. But at the same time, I say that because a lot of people get turned off when you talk about stuff like that. At the same time, I do feel that there is like some sort of like magical, inexplicable uh, side to the law of attraction. Because I agree. Yeah, it's, it's like this inexplicable thing. Um, yeah, it's like, for me, like, I, I believe in God, I'm sure you guys can tell, like, when you take like, when you take action, like God's gonna meet you halfway, you just got to like put the work in. And like, it's like showing it's like showing faith. It's like if you go to buy a house, like earnest money deposit, like they want to see an EMD. It's like you putting your good <laughs> faith in and God's like, cool, you, you put the EMD in now, like you took a little action. Okay, let me let's let's open escrow now, like I'm ready to go. Like, let's go to the next step. Okay. And then you close the deal. Like that's, that's what it's like. But for me, like around that time I started like every morning I would like meditate and and also just like close my eyes and visualize what I, what I mean, I still do this. I visualize what I'm driving. I visualize where I live. I visualize, um, like I said, I have a son, but my other kids that I don't have yet visualize my wife. I literally play this movie in my mind every single day. And I know that it's going to happen because I've done it so many times with other things, like even just to get to this point, like the laptop that I'm holding, like I used to visualize having this exact one, uh, the, the backpack that I wear now, I ordered my Tesla, it's going to be coming soon. Like everything was just a movie that I would play in my mind. And then every morning I would get up and I would go take action to, to go out there and get that Tesla or to get this apartment, like whatever I wanted. So I feel like when you play that movie in your mind every single day, you start to become obsessed with it. And, and you really can say, am I aligned with that or not? And you start to feel it. It becomes very tangible. And when you can feel the vibration of what you want, and it, it becomes real. Because there's a part in your brain, I'm sure you've heard, heard of this before, the reticular activating system. It, it literally is it's like a dumb part of your brain because it can't differentiate between what it's actually experiencing and what it's just mm-hmm. imagining. So if you can imagine this thing every single day, it, it interprets it as real. And what it does is it like reprograms your subconscious mind to where 
maybe before it would have scared you to drive this type of car, it would have scared you to talk to to, uh, this woman or this man, like you feel more comfortable because you're like, oh, I've already talked to her a million times. I've already driven this car a million times. Like your, your mind doesn't know that it hasn't actually done it. And you start to get more confident. And when you have that confidence and you're going out there and you're taking action, people can feel the confidence. Like there are sometimes, I don't know what the hell I'm saying on the phone to people. But I'm just so confident that I figure it out. And they're like, cool, cool. I'm telling you guys, I've done so many real estate deals, like transactions, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just figured it out. I was just so freaking confident. And I just figured it out along the way. And that that's another thing. Like people think they got to have everything figured out. Don't. Just know your why mm-hmm. and freaking make it happen. Just commit. And it will it will work itself out. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I like going these tangents and rants and I, I just got to like stop. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I want to talk about what you said at the end there. You said know your why. Yeah. And why I feel like is my favorite question. Like when I, even when I'm talking to whether it's a seller or client, coaching student, no matter what it is or who I'm talking to, if I want to dig deeper and find something out, like find more information to see like what the true purpose of the conversation is, the one question I go to is why? Because you can always follow up their answer with why. <laughs> and it's like you could dig deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and you find the most like truest answer possible that somebody can give you. But you can also ask yourself like, why do you wake up every morning? Why do you do what you do? Why do you dream big? But I feel like not a lot of people really understand why they're doing what they're doing why they're pursuing the life that they want to live in the future yeah what do you what's your experience of like understanding your why and how has that like affected your life yeah so i i like uh i like talking about this um so i'd say there's two things in my life i have my why and i have what i call my catalyst catalyst is something that that would make you do it causes you to take action it was like oh that was like the, the changing moment so for me, um, a lot of people, I hear them say like, oh, my kids are my why. My son is not my why. I don't know how that makes people feel. <laughs> He's not though. He's not my why. He's my catalyst. He was the, the event that got me to ask myself, what is my why? Because mm. if I go back to what I was talking about earlier, when I just felt like I was placed here to do something very big. And I, and I always, I always felt that way. Like, I remember one time my friend, um, we were in like eighth grade and she got voted most likely to be, uh, the most successful. And I was like, uh, inside I was so mad. Like I was the most competitive little kid. I remember when I was a kid, the, the teacher, like she had to call my mom because I was like throwing things because I lost a basketball game. Yeah, I was I was like Michael wow. Jordan competitive. So I got really mad about that because I was like, no, I'm going to be the most successful. I'm here for <laughs> – I was just crazy. But um, again, like I've humbled myself a lot. But having that feeling of like I've, I was placed here to do something big, I really lost sight of that in my early 20s. I, I'm 30 now, and I really lost sight of that. Um, I was just so focused on drinking and, and just having fun in, in girls that I wasn't focused on my why. You know, it's awesome because you're 22. Like when I was your age, I was just drinking all the time. And um, it's just awesome to see what you're doing. Like if I could go back and like do it over again, I would do exactly what you're doing. 
Um, Appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's so inspiring. I love, I love, like, I call you guys kids. Like, I love the kids now because they're like 18, 19, 20, just like killing it in, in business. And like, we didn't really have the same like access to information back then. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of how I feel. And I'm not saying like, oh, if I would have had, I'm not like, I'm where I'm supposed to be. But I think it's just so awesome what you guys are doing. So um, what I was saying was, what was I saying? I got all off. <laughs> You're talking about your, your why. Yeah. So when I, when I found out I was having my son, and this is also a really weird thing. Like when I was a kid, um, when I was like a young teenager, I used to have this recurring dream. When I was a virgin, I had never been with a woman in my life. And I, I would have this recurring dream of a kid. And it was my son. I would have a dream of my son. And it was me and him. And we were walking through the desert. And we would go to this hill um, in the city where I'm from, Apple Valley, California. Shout out High Desert. <laughs> and, um, and I would be there with him. And there was just like the sun was just shining so bright on us. And I was like just pouring into him. And again, I, I had never been with, I had never even kissed a girl at this point in my life. And I would have this recurring dream. And I'm like, what is this? What is this? And, and it would scare me because I'm like, oh my God, am I going to like have a kid? Like, oh, Joel, you're a virgin. You can't have a kid. And so, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, when I had my son though, uh, it was like my whole life shifted. I went from this like aimless college student that was about to be kicked out of college because my grades were so bad. Um, and I really got focused. I went and I got my real estate license. I, I finished and I got my degree. And um, I, I became a real estate agent, but it was my son was the one that got me back on track. And then when he got me back on track, it was through honestly, like sitting with plant medicine, doing tons of meditation, doing tons of self-development that it was like in those like ayahuasca ceremonies or breathwork ceremonies where I was like in like the deepest states of meditation where I would like have visions of like, holy crap, like I'm really placed here to do something great. Like it has nothing to do with money. I think that money just can like buy you power and influence and then you can use that power and influence to really influence people in a positive way. So for me, like being an entrepreneur, it's just like if I can get my voice out to enough people and and I can be like a living example. And honestly, I don't even know what I'm going to do yet to like get to that level. I just know what I'm aiming for. So every day, like with my why, for example, like everyone has their own why. For me, it's just like, I know because I've seen the man that I'm supposed to be and the impact that I'm supposed to have and the impact that I want to have when I'm like long gone that I just think about that guy. And I'm like, man, like that's, that's the person I got to be. That's the person I'm going after. So every day I ask myself, like, what, what does that guy do? Like, I believe there's like a higher version of myself. There's like a higher self. And like, this guy is like, he has, he's in incredible shape. Um, he lives in a certain place. He drives a certain car. He has a beautiful relationship with his wife, his awesome kids. He, he impacts a lot of people. He inspires a lot of people. Like my ultimate dream is to like build houses for people in Africa and different parts of the world. And like, mm-hmm. also like what I really want to do. Cause like, again, I've worked a lot with plant medicine. I really feel that like you, it made me believe in myself. Like I don't even, I don't even believe in God anymore. I know God. And I know to some people they'd be like, Oh, I don't believe in God. That's fine. You don't have to, I don't care. But I feel like I have a relationship with God. Like I really like, I feel it. Like I've had these profound mystical experiences. And for me, like, I know that if I can show like people 
like how to actually find themselves and see what they really, really are. Like I'm talking like homeless people, like people that are like bums and they're begging for money and like no one has no sort of respect for them. If I could show those people like, hey, you know what? I know some really hard things happened in your childhood. I know you may have went through this. You may have went through that. And I know some people, they have like mental health issues. So it's different. But like for the people that I really can help, like if I can just make them believe in themselves and see that they're just really like a ball of light walking around in like some skin, if I could just show them that they're that, like they're this beautiful thing and they have so much potential and like their journey and their healing and who they can become can inspire other people. That's really what I want to do. I want to like make like, like foundations for homeless people and stuff like that to me would be like freaking awesome just to like change, actually change lives. And then I would even like to show those people eventually like, Hey guys, this is how you start your own business. Like you, you, if you want to go get a job, that's fine. But if you want to start your own business, you want to be self-sustainable and you want to create something great and you don't ever have to have a boss or work for someone. This is what you can create. Or maybe you have like a terrible, like criminal record. Okay. You don't have to worry about going through that process of getting a job and all this and that. Let's see what you're passionate about. Let's see how we can monetize that. And let's make that into a business for you. And so me, as I'm learning how to create my, as I've created my own business and I'm learning how to run a business and it's a lot of trial and error and I'm figuring this all out. After a while, I'm going to be able to replicate this. I'm going to be able to go and create more businesses for myself. And then I'm going to be able to show other people how to do that too. And for me, like, I'm not going to charge these people to do it. It's just going to be something that I give back to the community. So I just really like want to uplift people and like, just show them like how to be more loving, just better people. Pretty simple. I'm not gonna lie. At one point in that in that talk, I got the chills because you were describing exactly what I want to do in my life for like a good portion of it, and I was like, "Wow, that's dope, man! Like, that's crazy." <laughs> it was actually insane because I don't think I've ever um, spoke to somebody who has the same kind of idea that I want. Like it's so similar that it was actually just insane to me. <laughs> yeah, that would trip me up. But, <laughs> yeah. No, I was sitting here, I was like, what? <laughs> but you mentioned the people who are like, you know, lost and they don't really know what direction they want to head in, in their life for the future and such. I don't know where I got this concept from, but I call those people like the lost souls. Like people who are just aimlessly living through life and they don't know why they're here. It's really sad, but I meet a lot of people like that who just live because they're alive. I feel like once you know your why, it gives you so much more purpose that you can actually live a fulfilled life. For those people who feel like they're lost, or they don't even know like why they wake up every morning, every morning, they don't have a purpose or anything. How can they actually go about finding their why? I feel like that's a question a lot of people ask, but they never truly know how to go about finding their own why. Honestly, I, I don't know if I have the answer for that. Um, because... It's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like my answer is going to just be so generic. Like, I don't I don't know if it's really going to like help anyone. Um, if I'm being mm -hmm. honest, I think you you have to do soul searching. Like, you first and foremost have to become aware of the fact that you have no direction in your life, and say, "Wow, I have absolutely no direction in my life." Am I okay with that? And some people would actually say, "Yeah, I am okay with that," because I've met people like that before. Yeah. And, and, and for those people, I, I don't think there's anything you can do. Um, the, the shaman that I, that I've worked with, he's really awesome. And I actually had this conversation with him recently and he was telling me like, Hey, Joel, like 
there's some people in your life, like you're trying to change them, like because you care about them and you love them and you want them to get in better shape and you want them to work out and you want them to eat better and do all these things. Maybe that's not their path. That's your path. Stop trying to force Mm -hmm. your path on them. Just love them unconditionally. Just accept them for who they are. And, And you can only do the best that you can do and be a living example. And he just told me, he's like, when I started being a living example and I stopped judging my father for having a, an alcohol issue and I just accepted him completely for who he was, one day I just went to his house and he, he literally just stopped drinking. And I'm not saying that's going to happen, but what I'm saying is like, just accept people for who they are. But I think it, I, I do think it is good to also like challenge people, but you can, there's only so far that you can push people. People yeah. have to want to change. So if you're doing soul searching and you say, you know what, it's fine that I don't have direction in my life, maybe that's your path. And it's not, it's not on me to judge you. Like that's, that's cool. But I think that I would say though, that at the same time, you do have limitless potential. You, you can really do anything you set your mind to and you really can do great things. And I think for me personally, like I would always get into this like argument with my friend. He, uh, he, he he's an anarchist. Um, I'm not really into government either. Um, I'd say I'm an anarcho-capitalist. But what I would <laughs> say is like he's like really against. He was like really against capitalism, and in making money, like like it was like this bad thing. And I would tell him like, I think not making money is a bad thing. Like we so we think opposite. And for me, the reason why is because I feel that if I have money, I can actually help more people. I can create more opportunities for people. I can. I can take people that actually do have a passion and that do have some sort of like vision for their life and I can help direct them. That That's something like I was saying earlier that I really want to do. Um, my last name is Valdivia is my, the company that I'm going to make, uh, the company that I own right now, one of my companies is called Devia's Inc. It's part of my name. Um, and the reason why I named it Devia's Inc. was because I just saw that in a dream one time. I saw the name on the side of like this glass building. And I was like, oh, I got to make that. And then I made it into a company. Um, so uh, I want to make Devia's Designs. And what Devia's Designs is going to be is we're going to like be an architectural firm. We're going to make art. We're going to make music. We're going to make all kinds of things. But I want to take like people that have like no belief in themselves. But I can see the potential. I'm like, oh, you would be like so great at this. Like, is that what you want to do? And they'd be like, yeah, like, that's what I want to do. But, you know, like, I I don't make no money. Like, I'm struggling. Okay, we're actually going to give you the platform. We're going to show you how to do it. We're going to to show you a proven blueprint, proven system. And we're going to partner. So you don't have to pay me no fee. We'll just partner on the profit that we make. And we'll be business partners. Or we'll come to some sort of agreement. So I I, I, I actually can, like, show people that don't believe in themselves. We'll give them the belief in themselves. And then when they say, holy crap. I just made this house or I just, I just made this album or I just made this clothing, these, these clothes. Um, I can go show someone else how to do it now too. And it's like just about inspiring people to, to be the best versions of themselves and to manifest their full potential. Because again, some people may not have direction, but I think a lot of people, you have to stop asking yourself, like, what do I want to be? And start asking yourself, what do I want my lifestyle to look like? Like you were saying, like, what do I want my lifestyle to look like? Once you know what you want your lifestyle to look like, you can say, okay, well, in order to have that lifestyle, I need to earn X amount of income. What are the type of career fields that earn that type of income? Okay, 
well, what do I like? Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. That sucks. Oh, I like this. Let me try it. That didn't work out for me. Oh, let me try this. Cool. I'm going to do this. I like this. And then you go after that and do that thing that's going to align with the lifestyle you want. And then I think through that, like you'll, you'll, it'll open up more avenues for you to explore your passions. Like for me, the bigger that I build my real estate company and when I get to the point where I can like automate everything and I have like great management in place, I won't have to spend as much time in the day to day. And I can spend more time like making music and making art and doing other things that I'm really passionate about or starting other businesses. So yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> no, that was dope. That was really dope. I There was this, um, this one part of that where I, that I want to touch on. You were talking about like kind of showing somebody that they have potential and showing them that they can have a, a purpose in something, something like that. I don't know why, but every time I think about that type of concept, I think about the movie Soul from Disney. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it before. I have, yeah. Yeah. I love that movie because it's like, it kind of embodies the idea of like, you know, that was a lost soul. Go Like throw back to what I said earlier. <laughs> that That's like a lost soul right there that doesn't know what they want. And it's the point where like, they don't know what they want. So they just don't want anything at all. But then there's a random person because I know where and they, they find an avenue or something that they're like, wait, I actually do like this thing. And they kind of like their soul like re enlightens. I, I don't know if that made any sense, <laughs> but it's like while you were talking about that, I was thinking about that movie Soul. And it's like yeah, like I really see where you're going with that. But like you're showing people the possibility of what's out there, and maybe they'll find something that they're like, wow, I do like this, and I do want to pursue this. That's that's awesome. I agree. One other thing too, because uh, like it reminded me of Soul too. The other mm-hmm. thing that that reminded me of was. Um, if you guys have ever read Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, he talks about, I think they're called drifters. It's people that like, drifters. they're just wandering through life aimlessly. They have no purpose. And basically mm-hmm. this, this book is written where like Napoleon's having a conversation with the devil. And the devil, the devil's basically saying the way that I get people um, to like go astray is by getting them to drift. And they just basically wander through life aimlessly. They have no purpose, no sense of direction. And so they basically just squander their life doing nothing. Um, and it's, it's just like that movie soul, but I think sometimes too, um, cause I have talked, I think I talk about money a lot, but I also think at the same time, money is not everything. Mm-hmm. I'll use my sister as an example. I hope she doesn't care if I use her. I think for, so, <laughs> I think for so long, she was so focused on this or that doesn't make enough money. And it mm-hmm. was a false paradigm that she had. Maybe at one point in time, it was harder to believe that that what she wanted to do didn't make money because YouTube wasn't a big thing and you couldn't see people doing, uh, she's a makeup artist, doing makeup at such a high level um, to where they were making phenomenal income. So, and then she had all her friends telling her like, oh, that doesn't make no money or, oh, you suck or you're not good or, oh, cool. You just graduated from makeup school. She's actually, she's actually, she actually is good and she has clients now and stuff. But it's like, oh, okay, cool. You just graduated. Cool. I'm going to go use someone else that I don't even know. I'm not going to support your business. Like, and I had to tell her like, hey, because she was doing like all these other jobs that she hated. She was miserable all the time in a bad mood all the time. And and I won't get too much into her story because that's her story. But she just like was not in a good place. And what I told her was like, stop focusing on money. If you really want to do makeup and that's really what you're passionate about, Cause I could tell that she was like in love with it. Like the way that I love music or the way that I love, love doing like real estate and like being an entrepreneur, 
like go and go and be a makeup artist and go and be the best makeup artist you can possibly be and just like get in that field and, and work your way up the ranks and start meeting more uh, makeup artists. And she would, she started meeting more makeup artists. And even me, when I was like driving Uber, like I would meet makeup artists and they'd be like, oh yeah, like I work with this celebrity and I do this and that. And like, yeah, the income's great. And like, and I started telling her like, hey, there's, there's people that are doing this and they're, they're doing it at like a high level. And like, I, I believe you can do that too. Again, you just, you have to be dedicated. You have to be disciplined and you have to believe in yourself and stop worrying about making money. Steve Jobs said, like, if you want to make a great company, don't don't focus on making money. Just go make a great company. Uh, he said something like that. So, like, that's what I mm-hmm. that's what I tell her. And now, once she actually adopted that like philosophy into her life, she got in this car accident, head on collision, wow. and thank God she lived. I think the car they were going yeah. like 60, 70 miles an hour, probably sixty miles an hour, and uh, she lived. And um, so she took time off work. And then she took more time off work. And then she took more time off work. And before you know it, she just quit her job and she never went back. And now she's starting to get makeup clients. And she like the other day, she just made like more money in one day than she's ever made in, in a day. Like exponentially more by doing this makeup client. And it was, I believe, because she followed her heart, because she followed her passion, because she wasn't focused on the money, that now she's actually making money doing what she loves. And so I think sometimes we have to focus on like, what am I actually passionate about? You know, like, and I, this might rub people the wrong way, but like, screw what my parents say. <laughs> screw, screw what my girlfriend says. Hey, we got to break up because you're, you're not supporting me. If you're married, I don't know how to help you with that, but <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to get divorced. <laughs> but Like, you know, we got to break up or like parents, I can't talk to you for a while. Like friends, I can't talk to you. Like, because I, and a lot of my friends are, are Arab and I'm, I'm not, I hope that don't sound racist. A lot of my friends are Arab, but, or, or even Asian, some of my friends are Asian. And what I notice in like Asian and Arab communities is that a lot of them, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer. And my friends will even tell you, I'm just telling you what they tell me, the conversations we have. They, they expect them to be a doctor. They expect them to be a lawyer. And if you go off, oh God, you're a makeup artist. Oh God, even if you're in real estate, like, oh my God, you're a real estate. That's when made a video about this the other day. Like, oh my God, you're a real estate investor. Oh my God. It's like so embarrassing. I have to go tell my friends, like my son's an entrepreneur. Stop worrying about what people think about you. Stop thinking about what your, your parents' friends think about you. Stop thinking about what your parents think about you. What are you passionate about? You have one life to live. Are you... Jeff Bezos, I like Jeff Bezos. Okay, <laughs> he's like, when I'm 90 years old, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, this is how I live my life. When I'm 90 years old, I'm, I imagine myself laying on my deathbed, and I want to look back on my life and have made as little mistakes as possible, live with as little regrets as possible. And I want to say I did everything that I could possibly do. I feel fulfilled, and I, I can go on to to the other world now. I'm ready to go. That's how you got to look at your life, guys. Like you only got one life to live unless you believe in reincarnation, but still you're only going to live this life one time. So make the most of it. Do what you want to do. Go and get that job that you want to get. Go after that girl that you want to be with. Do what you want to do. Like whatever it is, pursue your heart's passion because you're going to get old one day. And this might sound like, I don't know, morbid or something. Like I pre-frame everything I say. People always say, Joe, why do you pre-frame everything you say? I don't know because I do. Uh, One day your parents are going to be dead. They're going to be gone. And I, I believe, and I've always thought about this, like, man, if my parents were gone and like, actually my parents have been very supportive of me. So like they, they're like freaking awesome. But for those people like that, that don't have supportive parents, like you're going to look back one day and be like, wow, my, my mom and dad are gone and they really wanted me to be a doctor and, and I'm a doctor now. And I hate being a doctor. 
but I did it because my parents wanted me to do it and it makes a lot of money. Wow, I really wanted to be a painter. And now I'm like 60. And you can go paint for the 20, 30 years of your life, whatever, right? But it's like you could have spent all that time painting, doing what you really wanted to do. And who knows? You could have been the next Picasso. But just do what you do. Freaking follow your passion. Forget about money. Forget about what people think about you. Just do you, man. That's all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was great. I absolutely love that, man. That was awesome. I appreciate those words. I'm sure that would help a lot of people as well. I actually know a lot of people who struggle with that, of like, they have so many dreams and aspirations, but they're not doing it or not moving towards them because of what their parents want them to do. Yeah, man. And it's sad, sad, but I think the the best route is doing exactly what you said, just letting go of that judgment and doing what you want to do in life. It's all about, man, I I, I feel like it's all about love and fear, man. Mm. Like there's two most powerful forces in the universe, love and fear. And fear holds us back from doing so many things in our lives. So much. The, the more that we can let go of fear and the more that we can step into to love and like, what, what am I passionate about? What do I love? How can I bring more love and light to the world? The less fear you have in your life, the more life becomes magical. The more things just seemingly just manifest. And, and, and the more like everything just starts to come together, all the pieces of the puzzle. Uh, also another great book, The Alchemist. that book changed my life because it's a fiction book, but I read it like it was like a literal book. And I was like, Oh my God, like Mm -hmm. I see these signs too, like omens, like that's a real thing. And um, it talks about how, like when you like set an intention out into the universe and you go after it, all of the universe will conspire to to help make it a reality in your life. And that, that quote changed my life. I read that in college and I was like, Oh my God. And I started noticing it and it's so freaking true when you start to like actually pursue your dreams and you move in love and not you're not held back by fear the invisible wall of fear that's keeping you like everything you want is literally on the other side of this invisible wall of fear Mm -hmm. you just let go and you step into it it just all starts to just manifest it's really that simple it really is i love that you uh brought brought up that book i had to read that book one time for like a leadership camp i was that but that reminded me of The Wealthy Gardener. Have you ever read that book before? No. Amazing book. He talks a lot about manifestation and it um, ties life to gardening and farmers and the way it, like natural life is made and stuff. It's really cool. But um, And he writes a story from the perspective of The Wealthy Gardener. Like He calls himself The Wealthy Gardener, the character. And even though it's a story of another character, it's a story of his own life at the same time. But he talks a lot about when you're working on manifesting and you're thinking about that dream life you want to have in the future, you have to feel it as if it's in the present moment. Yeah. He was talking about how he had a chiropractic firm. I'm not sure exactly what the correct term for that is. He had no calls coming in, no clients, nothing. So he would think about his phone ringing nonstop all day. That's what he would envision every single day. But he would feel as if like his phone was ringing right now. He would think about what he would say to that customer, his attitude. Kind of like what I said earlier about like thinking about every little detail. He would think about every little detail. This book is actually where I got that from. And he said there was like some mysterious force that nobody can explain. But months later, his phone's ringing nonstop. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that in there because I, I, I remember the point you said earlier about manifestation. I know you're talking about the alchemist about like, what you think about is what you attract and such. So I thought that was an interesting topic to 
you know, tie in. But that's awesome, man. I actually have to go back and read that book. I, I think uh, the mindset I'm at now would uh, look at it a different way. So I'm, I'm going to revisit that for sure. <laughs> yeah. But hey, man, this, this talk has been absolutely phenomenal. I have one last question for you, and that's what's one thing you would tell the people out there, one message you have for the world that you want to let them know? Huh. I got to think about this. Strokes beard. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> uh, laugh more, have more fun. People are too serious. No. Um, yeah. My grandma recently, she, she fell on her face. She tripped and fell on her face. Oh, wow. And uh, that's, actually how, that. that's actually how my father's father passed away. Um, and this was my mother's mother. And she fell and I saw her and literally half of her face was purple down to her neck. Wow. And, um, when I, when I went to visit her, I was like, oh my God, like, what if she's like bleeding internally? Like, what if she just like passes away? You know, that's how I lost my grandpa. So I was like, I'm thinking about that. And the whole time I'm with her, she's just joking. She's making fun of her face. She's laughing about it. So much laughter and so much joy. And I was like, wow, this is insane, man. Like if we can learn to laugh more in like the, those painful moments, the moments when it seems like there's no hope, the, when you think, hey, I, I might die. Like, and the reason why I say this is because like literally like the blood, it was like every day it was going down lower and lower. Like it was dripping into her neck, in her skin. Wow. So like me and my mom are like, what if it gets to like her heart and like her heart explodes or something? Now it's disappearing. It's like, it's like retracting. But she, like just her vibe was so high. And I learned so much in just like sitting with her, you know, for, for that weekend that I spent with her. It just like be positive, be, be the light even when it's dark, laugh more. Like laughter is healing, it's, it's medicine. Um, that's something I learned. But what I will finish with, I just want to plug my grandma in there. Uh, <laughs> what I will finish with is something I kind of said earlier, like I know this sounds so corny. I know this sounds so repetitive, but you really, really can do anything you set your mind to. Like there are absolutely no limitations. And my advice to you guys is continue to go out there and seek people that have the same aspirations as you, that are already doing what you want to do, that are doing it on another level, because you're going to notice as your network starts to grow, you're going to start to meet more people that are doing it at a bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger level. And before you know it, you're going to be like, wow, I was thinking so small. Like I really am capable of doing massive, massive things. And that's something that I've learned. I'm learning that like every day, like every week I'm meeting someone and I'm like, oh my God. Um, I just met this wholesaler the other day and he's like, what's your average assignment fee? And I told him, and then he's like, oh, like, and he wasn't even bragging about it. Like we were just talking like business. He's like, my, his was double mine. And I was like, what the heck? And after that, I came back to my business partner. And I was like, we got to get our average assignment fee up. And literally the amount of money that I told my business partner that we would make, we just assigned on Friday. And wow. we're about to assign another one on Wednesday that we're working on right That's now. That's awesome. And it's at the same, it's even, it's 10 grand more. That's awesome. It's freaking crazy, man. And so what I would say is you got to get around people that are doing things bigger because you're going to start thinking bigger and you're like, wow, I was thinking so small. And I even started noticing like our goal for our company is 1.25 million in, in revenue. And I started talking to other wholesalers that are doing it bigger. And I was like, we're actually thinking very small. Like I see people doing it on a bigger scale. 
So I know that we can get there too. And that's my advice to you guys is like, start to get around people that are doing things bigger. Follow people on Instagram. Like there's like, again, I'm in real estate. So I follow people that are doing it on another level. And I just study them. I watch, Mm -hmm. what are they doing? How do they do it? I'm watching their videos on YouTube. Study. If you want to be good at something, study. But don't study too much. Take action. Study and and take action simultaneously. Um, I said a lot there. I'll just finish with that. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you so much. Where can everybody find you on your social medias and everything? Yeah, Joel's got the keys. J-O-E-L-S. G O T T H E K E Y S. Joel's got the keys um, on Instagram, on TikTok, Facebook, all of that, uh, YouTube. And yeah, pretty much there. Check me out. Awesome, man. Hey, it was a great conversation. I really appreciate your time today. And thank you for, you know, hopping on and providing all the keys to everybody out here. Thank you. I, I appreciate you having me on. It was a, it was a pleasure speaking with you, and uh, it was it was kind of cool to get to know you a little bit better and like kind of like what mm-hmm. your vision is for your life. And uh, I look forward to connecting with you more in the future. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll work on something together because our visions like really aligns. Oh, absolutely. I think I got some good things planned. <laughs> I'm excited, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, man. See you later.